I would now ask that you take your Bibles or your apps or whatever you read the Bible on and turn to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Now, uh, if you're not familiar with where John is located in your Bible, uh, you can go to the table of contents and you'll find that the Bible is broken up into two main sections. There's the Old Testament and the New Testament. Now, John is found in the New Testament, that second section. It's the fourth book uh, in that second section. So go ahead and find the New Testament find the book of John, go to that page number, and you're going to flip through John until you get to uh, chapter 14. Now, as you're turning there, um, let me tell you a little bit uh, uh, about myself as a child. Uh, Many of you know who have uh, been a part of our church. I grew up on a farm uh, or grew up around a farm, um, and finding our farm was actually quite a challenge. You know, today with GPS and, and, and maps and, and navigation that we have, uh, we just punch in an address and it gives us turn by turn. It tells us turn left in 0.5 miles on this street and etc. But if you were to go to my little hometown uh, that only had like a thousand people uh, and you asked for directions to the farmhouse that uh, my family owned, you would literally hear directions something like this. Now, you're going to turn right at the big oil tanks that are on the right-hand side at the corner. You're going to go past the homestead. You're going to turn left on the third road past Sam's uh, irrigation barn. And on that road, don't stop until you've passed the double wide and you've dropped down into the creek valley. I'm not kidding. That's exactly how I would give you directions if you were back in my hometown in Texas. It's exactly how I would give you directions to get to my, the farmhouse that my family owns. It's interesting also in that that there is literally only one road in and out from that farmhouse. Uh, there is one road that leads out there. And then there's a dirt road uh, that goes and takes you down into this beautiful valley. um, And it's literally the only way in and out. There's one road, that's it. Um, And so if you don't know where that road's at, you would never be able to find our farmhouse. In today's passage, Jesus talks about directions that we need. And so take your Bibles to John chapter 14. We're gonna begin right at the beginning of the chapter in verse one. So John chapter 14, verse one, it says this, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God and believe also in me. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Amazing passage, especially in this time of uncertainty and and fear. You know, honestly, people are looking for hope. Uh, People are looking for something to bring them hope. So my question to start out with you this morning would be this. When you need hope, where do you go? Where do you go to 
when you're desperate, when you're feeling anxiety and when you're feeling fear, what is your source of hope? Well, go back to verse one of John chapter 14. Look at what Jesus says. It is so perfectly appropriate uh, for this day that we're living out right now. Verse one, chapter 14, he says, let not your hearts be troubled. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God and believe also in me. He doesn't say believe in your emotions. He doesn't say believe in your experiences or in the the knowledge of others. He says simply believe in God, believe in me. Now is the time for faith. Hope is found in faith. So here's my big idea. Here's that statement that every week I want you to think about it. I want you to uh, think over it throughout the week. And it's simply this. The only road that leads you out of anxiety and fear is belief in Jesus. Let me say that again. The only road that leads you out of anxiety and fear is belief in Jesus. You know, out of this message of hope, Jesus begins to talk about eternity. Uh, if you go and look in verse four, uh, uh, or verses two through four, he, he talks about how he goes to prepare a place for us, a, a room in a great mansion. Uh, and he says in verse four that we know the way. Look at what he says there. Verse four, he says, and you know the way to where I am going. And of course, Thomas, right out the gate, Thomas says, how can we know the way? We don't know where you're going. How can we know where you're going to? And then he gives us the I am statement. That's what we've been studying for the last several weeks, the seven I am statements of Jesus. And that's where he says, verse six, he says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. You see, we don't need to concentrate on a destination or a place. We need to concentrate on a person. That's where our hope is found is in a person. Jesus is not saying that he's gonna point us to the road that leads to the destination. He's saying that he literally is the road and he literally is the destination. But not only that, if we take this to its full conclusion, if we take this idea of Jesus being the way, the truth, and the life, he's not just the road and he's not just the destination. He's also the driver that's going to take us down that road to that destination. Guys, Jesus is everything. He's not just part of the equation. He's the equation itself. He's all in all. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And we have to remember that. Uh, William Barclay, who's a, a, a famous theologian from back in the day, says it this way. Jesus doesn't only give advice and direction, but he takes us by the hand and he leads us. He strengthens us and guides us personally every day. He does not tell us about the way. He is the way. I think that's so appropriate for today's day and age. So many of us are looking for the way, the way to find hope, the way to find direction, the way to find answers to the difficult questions and the difficult situations that we find ourselves in. But he doesn't just say that he's the way. He also says that he is the truth. And let me ask you this. Why is the idea of truth 
so difficult and so offensive to people this w- in this day and age. Uh, think about back to my opening story. I told you about driving out to my father's, uh, my, my family's homestead. Uh, and guys, it, it literally is that kind of directional uh, way to get there. You have to go down this one road and then you hang a right when you see these big oil tanks uh, and then you follow this other road for many miles and you have to pay attention to, to where certain things are, uh, you know, kind of mile markers or, or uh, places that you would notice. And as you pass those places, you have to go, okay, now I need to go three more roads down and you turn left on that third road um, and you follow that road down until you kind of drop down into this valley. But guys, as I mentioned in my introduction, there is only one road that leads to that final road, that final third-hand turn, third left-hand turn, that is literally the only road that gets to my family's farm. Why is it so hard for us to believe that there's one source of truth? Sometimes there's just one way. Sometimes there's only one way to get to a certain direction or a certain destination. And guys, believe me, Jesus is that one truth. There's only one truth. There's only one creator. There's only one God. Everything else is false. Everything else is a lie. It's a cheap fake meant to look like the truth. It's everything else is a really bad set of directions that are ultimately going to lead us to death in our sin. So will you believe the truth of Jesus? Not only that, will you have faith in the truth of Jesus? Will you live by the truth of Jesus? So he says he's the way. He says he's the truth. And lastly, he says, I am the life. Now, I want to detour for just a second here because I've mentioned, I mentioned a moment ago that we've been studying the seven I am statements of Jesus. Now, this one that we're on today, I am the way, the truth, and the life, this is the sixth of seven statements. And let me give you just a, a little glimpse of the previous five. And I want you to notice a common thread, realizing that Jesus says, I am the life. Look at what the past I am statements say. John chapter 6, verse 35, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. John chapter 8, verse 12, it says, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world, and whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Look at what John chapter 10, verse 10 says. Jesus says, I am the gate. And a little further down, he says, the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. And then he turns around in the very next statement and he says our, our next I am statement where he says, I am the good shepherd. And then last week we studied John 11, verse 25, where Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he dies, shall he, yet shall he live. Believe me, all of the I am statements so far speak of the life that Jesus is and that Jesus provides. The, the idea here is that 
everything about Jesus leads to life. And that's what we're called to live out. You see, there's only one person in all of existence that has resurrected and experienced true eternal life in the way Jesus has. He was and he is the son of God. He came and he lived a perfect, sinless life. And yet, despite the fact that he did not commit a single sin, he was falsely accused and he was hung on a cross. And when he hung on that cross, when he shed his blood, that blood covered our sins. That blood was the atoning sacrifice that we desperately needed. We cannot do enough good deeds. We cannot give enough money. We can't earn our way into heaven. We need someone to come in and pay the price for the crimes, the sins that we've committed against God. And Jesus, as the perfect son of God, out of his love for you and I, he came and did that. But his death was not the end of the story. You see, on the third day, Jesus rose from the grave. He has victory over sin and death. He has conquered it. He won. He rose from the dead. And later, uh, he ascended into heaven and he sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. He literally is life. Jesus is life both now in this life right now that we're living and for all of eternity. Jesus is life. So my question to you today is this. Will you place your hope in him and in the life-changing hope that only he can provide? If you do not know Jesus, if you don't know him and you don't know his hope, I would ask that you drop us a direct message or an email. You see, we have pastors that would love to talk to you about this, answer questions, and lead you into that next step in your journey with Jesus today. If you want to give your life to Christ, or you're wanting to know what that looks like, or you've got questions, please do not hesitate to reach out to us. Do it now. We've got pastors at their computers right now that would love to have that discussion with you. So, so if you're looking for hope, maybe now's the time. Uh, to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now, if you do know him and you do have his hope, are you living and thinking like a follower of Jesus? Uh, are you living in the hope that Jesus provides? Or is anxiety and fear reigning over you today? Guys, I get it. I understand. None of this is easy. We live in a time right now where there is so much uncertainty and there's so much uh, fear and there's so much uh, sickness and death. I get it, it's hard. But ultimately, when we know Jesus as our Savior, whom shall we fear? Should we fear what we see? Should we fear sickness? Guys, should we even fear death? No. Our hope is in Jesus Christ and the promise that he will bring us life now and life for eternity. That's where our hope is. So my encouragement for you today in this time of anxiety and fear and uncertainty and unrest is simply this, trust him. He is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. Let's be honest, he's got this handled. He knows exactly what's going on. He knows exactly what's going to happen and, and how this is all going to end. And he has you 
in his hands, in his very capable, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present, unchanging hands. And he loves you. So trust him. Trust Jesus today. If you've got questions, if you need prayer, uh, if you're struggling through this time, please don't hesitate to reach out. Send us a message. Send us an email. Uh, contact the church. Uh, we would love the opportunity to pray for you, uh, to help you, to answer questions about what uh, a life-changing relationship with Jesus looks like. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us and let us help you through this difficult time. Connect with us. Again, our, our uh, website is fsbcs.org. But what will your response to the fact that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, what will your response be to that today? I hope that it would be that you would believe and trust in him today. Let us help you do that. Will you join me in prayer? Almighty God, thank you. Thank you so much that you are the way, you are the truth, and you are the life. And in a day and age where we're so desperate uh, to know direction and to, to have hope, Lord, we pray that we would place that hope and that trust and that faith in you and you alone. So help us to think, help us to live as true followers of Jesus Christ today. Lord, I pray for all those out there who do not know you, and Lord, I pray that you would touch their lives and their hearts, that you would give them hope in this dark time. And Lord, that you would turn them to you, that you would give them the life-changing hope that can only be found in Jesus. Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and we lift all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.